0: Back to trends and low places, a comedic exploration of the dumbest stories of the day. I am one of your hosts, Mike Cushing, and I am the rocket to his Groot, Michael Howard. I am Groot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sorry, I've just I'm I'm fun employed, and so I've just been watching rewatching Marvel movies today. So oh
0: hey, should I start this show off on the biggest bummer in the in the planet Earth? Oh no, what do you? So the Russo brothers, the directors of Infinity War, so you know like. I am Groot, or Groot's a language, apparently, according to Infinity War. Yeah, of course, yes. And Rocket can understand him. Star Lord can too now, right? uh, Yeah, yeah, everyone on the the crew can. Would you care to take a stab at what Groot's last I am Groot meant in Infinity Wars? I am dead. (laughs) Um, Nope. It was pretty much, uh, hey dad, save me. (laughs) Oh, cool. To Rocket. Thanks great yeah Mm. and um that yeah i'm sorry i had to. we should probably just edit that out because that was one of the saddest things i've ever literally heard Mm -hmm. um yeah so it was just dad question mark is what great cool yeah so michael how are you doing bud i'm doing i'm doing great like i said i'm not do i appear to be in a podcast mood that was a avengers one joke thor i don't get it Nope. no okay well you know we're doing good (laughs) starting off well Sorry, my sister just sent me hers. It's pretty good. <laughs> Her J.K. Rowling Oh, uh,
1: Rachel sent me one too, but it's bad. Oh, Rachel
0: doesn't have fun texts?
1: No, reveals, J.K. Rowling reveals that you have to work at a great time and a good time to enjoy a good day at home. That's actually pretty <laughs> Rachel. Yeah, like, that is actually the most Rachel. You have to work at a great time and a good time to enjoy a good day at home.
0: So, that's... Okay, so... Let's get it. This is a meme apparently going around Twitter where you just type in, quote, you start with J.K. Rowling reveals that you and then just tap the center predictive word until it forms a sentence. And this is all based around Michael. Michael, have you read Harry Potter? I
1: have not, but I have semi-followed this whole J.K. Rowling just reveals
0: random shit. So for like the last, I don't know, probably like four or five years, she's just like randomly dropped little tidbits about the wizarding world. Mm-hmm. And so like... Five or six years ago was oh guess what Dumbledore was gay no hmm. big deal uh again like he was had a uh, gay relationship with uh, his uh, basically basically arch rival Grindelwald played by Johnny Depp obviously um and then like increasingly increasingly he just like kept dropping little hints about like that no one asked for and just like completely turn your notions of characters on their head <laughs> and then I think it, it was probably like, two weeks ago Jake Rowling just dropped that. Dumbledore and Grindelwald had a, quote, aggressive sexual relationship, which, like, no one needed to know (laughs) because everyone viewed this guy as their grandpa. (laughs) Right. And, like, it seems kind of
1: interesting that she's trying to be she's trying to, like, include inclusivity in Harry Potter's universe. But it's like, you probably should have wrote that in the books then instead of just randomly tweeting about it.
0: Yeah. And I mean, I guess, hey, counter argument it does feel a little weird to be like in a book aimed at kids. Like if, if in book six, the Half Blood Prince, we had just learned that, yeah, no, hey, Dumbledore did have a re- relationship with Grindelwald, the the evil wizard that he took down. But also, man, they got fucking nasty in the sack. nasty. Um like, but like, I, don't, I don't necessarily know that I needed to know that in the books, but I don't also don't need to need to know it now. <laughs> As but like adult. doesn't Harry
1: Potter don't the books kind of grow up with you like they get a little bit more like in depth and a little bit more oh, adult sure. right as so like I'm just like she could have just wrote another book like
0: now and included yeah. all of that all of this could have come out later. I mean at this point all she needs to do what she clearly wants to do is just write a Harry Potter erotic thriller 50 and Shades N- of Red and can I say no one is stopping her 50 Shades of White I mean I think it's just 50 Shades of Potter that's not. That's not as fun. I mean, that's okay. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> fifty, fifty Dumbledore's of Grindelwald. One second. Let me just do the most dangerous Google search <laughs> I've ever done: Harry Potter erotica titles. And uh, the first one. Let's see. Thirty-five Harry Potter fanfics, erotic fanfics to uh, fulfill every fantasy. Let's see. Oh man, this is bad. The Dragon's Bride. None of these are good.
1: Uh, it's, it's all terrible. See. There's got to be something better than that.
0: These are all bad. Oh, come on. The exploits of Hermione Granger. Come all on. Shit. All right. We can come up with something better. She, she was already a fantastic witch. She doesn't need to do sexual exploits to be impressive. Come on. You guys are... No, oh, this is embarrassing. <laughs> hey, Harry Potter erotica writers do better, okay? Um, well, but That's why I said sh- Fifty Shades of Red,
1: because I just imagine like, Ron just... Getting nasty, all up. So you want a Ron Weasley focused erotic fantasy series? I'm is what saying, I'm just saying, like from I, you. I've I've seen a couple. Of, I haven't read the books. I've seen a couple of the movies, and I feel like he just doesn't get to do a
0: whole lot other than just be be there. Do you watch Game of Thrones? I do. Yes. So you know Podrick, like Tyrion's, yeah, yeah, like yeah, Squire. Course. So there's just like he he you know he bumbles through everything. He's not like a particularly skillful person at literally anything, except when. Tyrion takes him to a brothel mm. and then they all meet up afterward and like the ladies at the brothel are like, we don't need any money because he was that good. <laughs> I feel like that's Ron. Right. Like, dude's exactly. just hanging dong, waiting for his moment. And yeah, and I feel like I'm ruining half of our listeners' worlds right now and I really don't mind it.
1: We're just following in the footsteps of J.K. Rowling mm-hmm. by making you think about all of your... Um, Favorite, favorite Ron. stars.
0: Huge dick. Just
1: it doesn't even have a bottom. Big.
0: Neville Longbottom actually has a very long bottom. <laughs> just, Weirdly enough, she like that's just a family trait yeah. that they have. Huge, hugely like, long butts. Just there, a lot oof. of it's NASCAR butts, which you don't really see in Europe because or in England because no NASCAR. But it's NASCAR. It just butt, flows nonstop. right down the back of his jeans. <laughs> basically, to his knees. <laughs> <laughs> Which, hey, you know what, is somebody's kink out there, and far be from us to to judge. (laughs) J.K. Rowling sure won't, I'll tell you that much.
1: (laughs) I mean, Neville Longbottom already sounds like a- The most sexual character of all time. Yeah, it definitely sounds like somebody that would be in one of those Bigfoot erotica novels, for sure.
0: (laughs) I do like that you went Bigfoot erotica. Oh, no. I mean, it is is all mythical creatures. Exactly, that's what
1: I'm saying. Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them in Ron Weasley's
0: pants. (laughs) I do, you know, Michael, I do like that if we ever do get a new series from from J.K. Rowling, that it is centered on Ron Ron Weasley and, like, all the good things that he does with his wand, which, by the way, in this series isn't broken and doesn't fuck up all the time. Mm -hmm. You probably don't remember that little tidbit, but he broke his wand. And, Michael, as I've learned on this show, wands don't have bones, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but you can break them you can break
1: them it's more of like a sprain i think because it's not a bone there's a lot of but
0: it makes it very hard to cast spells it does make it day. very hard
1: to cast spells or or it makes you an expert at casting the right spells
0: mm-hmm. i mean you've lived through some shit mm-hmm. michael how you doing buddy i'm doing excellent how about you oh i'm doing just fine it's been just uh, fine just work just fine. just work and mm-hmm. such and stuff and such yeah yeah you want to hop right nothing. into it Let's just you know what let's fuck fuck the banter. I've I've talked enough about Ron Weasley's cock. Let's do something good. Let's yeah. Let's go a completely opposite direction. I didn't like saying cock. Can I say that? It's okay. I've always had a problem with the word cock. Like it sounds bad and isn't sexy. Particularly, it just sounds salacious, particularly when you're talking about a, a fantasy ginger boy.
1: Just in any in any way, like unless you're being over the top ridiculous and you're making a joke. Cock is not a an attractive or sexy word in any way,
0: I right? I think it's only funny if you say it in a Boston accent, like cock. Quark. That's that's it. Or actually, the only time it's funny, literally funny, is when you're talking about cock, the yes. home improvement thing. And then yes. it's just like that is inherently hilarious every time. Yeah.
1: We got to play a game last night in my improv class that is just sexual innuendo. And that's like my fucking wheelhouse. I have been hey, training old- for this moment for years. In your end. Hey, oh yes, I did it. I'm a real comedy boy. <laughs> all right, but I want to get away from all of that.
0: Oh, sure. Yeah. No,
1: no, no, dongs, no boners, no Ron Weasley. Yeah, let's really leave our wheelhouse. Let's leave our f- for the hinterlands. So this is from the Irish Post. Uh, uh Irish villagers complain Viagra plant fumes have men geez. and dogs walking around with hard-ons. Okay. Oh, sorry. I meant we're gonna we're gonna jump right into the dongs. I think yeah. I miss misconstrued y- you jump the story. Right, a little jump bit. right on the yeah. dongs.
0: Got it. Um, first of all, mm-hmm. I never thought that there would be no such thing as as clean cock pills. <laughs> clean coal. It's beautiful. So good. So big. <laughs> I just love the idea that like
1: this is it's not something that has to be created from the plant. It is. It's like cocaine, right? It, it, or like, it's like weed, right? Like it just grows out and then you have it. You just eat the plant and you have a boner. It's just, it's not how it works. It's a pharmaceutical that has been
0: engineered. I have two, two important thoughts. One, this is not a thing. This is just finally the men in this town are like, oh yeah, the Viagra factory over there. Now I don't have to hide me boner. I'm just going to walk around. Like a savage. It's like this is finally every like middle schooler. It's like, yeah, sorry, wasn't the wind. I just uh, the Viagra. It actually was the wind, which is full of Viagra dust, and now I just have this boner. Can't hide it. Don't want to hide it. Sorry, can't do anything about it. So do you know
1: where this? Do you know where this plant is? Forty-five miles away. It is in a town or a county called Oh, please, Ringaskitie. Ring. Ring Man, that fits. Villagers claim that ringaskiddy's proximity to the plant and its quote unquote love fumes have been giving <laughs> local men and even their canine friends enormous sexual powers. Do you want to hear a quote from Debbie O'Grady?
0: I don't think I do, but yeah, lovely
1: Debbie O'Grady. She told them one whiff and you're stiff. We've been getting the love fumes for years now for free.
0: I don't. This was a, a, a human woman who said that out loud. <laughs> she's a barmaid, so I assume okay. she's human. Sure. I have to say, it makes a lot of sense that Viagra would be such a wasteful product that even like the, the production of it, the byproduct will just get you bone pieces left and right. Like... She's like, yeah, no, we're so bad at this, and this is such an unnecessary thing that even just the the excess shit that we make, yeah, it'll, it'll probably give you a little
1: little boner. I mean, some of the people are are saying that like it might be psychosomatic, like they know uh, that they're from the plant, but I don't know. We have read we have read some stories about how uh, all of the drugs being put into the water supply has caused fish to like start going crazy and like over, like mating a ton. So yeah. like. Maybe their water supply is tainted with that 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 bone drug, you know. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying it's a possibility, and I think we need to go to Ireland and we need to do some on the ground reporting here,
0: Michael. If, if you and I are going to do on the ground reporting anywhere, it is at a gathering of the <laughs> Juggalos, and you know that. I have <laughs> I'm going. I'm going to where true virility lies. That is true. Among our, our sweet juggalo friends. we Yeah, I, I say they
1: are they are going to be in Milwaukee, I think, in uh, June. So,
0: you, I mean. You know we have to go. <laughs> I'm just saying, okay, this is just. <laughs> Again, this is just an excuse for dudes to walk around not pretending they don't have boners nonstop. I mean, it would and be great for, uh, for the high
1: school kids, though, right?
0: Yeah, I was like, well, can't do anything about it. Yeah, yes, I'm awkward, but it's in the air, I guess. Also, just listen to Debbie O'Grady, man. She knows. Also, I just have such a problem with people being like, yeah, that dog's horny. <laughs> Probably because of all the sex drugs in the air. <laughs> and then also being fine with it. it so the, Debbie O'Grady's
1: mother, Sadie, uh, she said, I'm a flirtatious woman. A lot of us are. You just have to have a spark, that's all. There's a lovely man waiting down the road for me. God damn.
0: This is, okay, so first of all. This isn't so about the all, men in this town. The women in this town. Apparently, so this is it. First of all, Michael, I know you were you were an engineering student. I was. As a journalism student. This is the kind of article I wrote <laughs> in junior year for my reporting class. I had an idea <laughs> for a story, and then I was like, Hello, my two closest friends in proximity to me. Can I ask you questions about this dumb story idea I have and get you on record? Mm-hmm. So this person just literally found a barmaid and then <laughs> and their her mother. mom. So I'm assuming this person is either the barmaid's dad, brother, sister, or just child. And they're like, hey, mom and grandma, can you give me quotes? I mean, it is an
1: Irish village, so I just assume or that the
0: barmaid knows everybody or here's a better I'm going to say this family pub barmaid mom work at the same place They it's a family owned establishment probably and, and some enterprising reporter was just like hey I don't want to do this anymore I don't want to talk about boner drugs in the air anymore I'm at this bar because I didn't want to do the story in the first place <laughs> the first two women I can find in the wild please give me a I don't know some bonerific quote and they did they
1: just did it. They did it. The, I mean, we don't know how many people are in this town. Maybe there's just four people. It's the barmaid, uh, her mom, uh, and then the what's dad the, who the name just has town? a constant boner. What's the name of the county? Ringa Ringaskitty.
0: Ringas. Okay, yeah, yeah. Would you care to guess the population of this town? Sixty-five. Five hundred and eighty people. Okay,
1: that's a decent bit amount. That's that's two hundred and forty dudes just walking around with boners. I assume.
0: <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> and let's not even—you can't even count the number of dogs. <laughs> could be, could be thousands of dogs, especially with all oh, those boners. Oh boy, just- Michael! I got to tell you though, the uh, National Maritime College of Ireland opened in Ringaskiddy in 2006, and, and it has drawn a significant student population. I don't—don't don't even get me started on Irish Fleet Week. Oh boy, they must shut. They must howdy. There, I must paint that town white, buddy. That's the grossest thing I've ever said in my life. <laughs> Michael, what else you got for me, buddy? That's the grossest thing I've ever said in my entire life.
1: I think I'm going to start calling masturbation a ring-a-skid. Yep. I'm going to go ring-a-skid myself. I'm going to go ring <laughs> a go Uh Yeah.
0: I don't know. What else you got for me? I literally have nothing. Actually, I do want to talk about one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Michael, how do you feel about bagels? Bagels.
1: Um, bagels? I love bagels, but I also know that I don't really eat uh, real bagels very often. Okay. Like, I mean, I okay. just what? eat like, I'll just get like a bagel from like uh, like Dunkin' Donuts or some bullshit. I mean, that's not real bagels. No, yeah, it's Almost not. Like, okay. a, that's not like a New York bagel.
0: Well. <laughs> I mean, we only have so much access to New York City. Um, yeah, but yeah, you're doing yourself a disservice by getting a Dunkin' Donut. At least got a Panera, dude. Come on, Panera um, used to be
1: good. Now it sucks ass. All
0: right, Michael. Uh,
1: but a cinnamon raisin bagel is choice.
0: What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> what? Okay, I can't even. I'm not going to respond to that because I don't have time. We'll try the cinnamon
1: raisin bagel. I I like to eat them for dessert. I eat a cinnamon raisin bagel with peanut butter on it, and it's it's great. God,
0: everything you're saying, you like, it got worse somehow. <laughs> <laughs> I, like I didn't think you could get worse from where you started, and then you fucking did. What's it.
1: What's wrong with a cinnamon raisin bagel with peanut butter? A lot. Wait, hold on. Do you toast it? Yeah, of course I toast oh, it. Oh fuck
0: <laughs> me, running.
1: No, I mean, it's like a lender's butter- bagel. I'm not getting like a. Like I said, it's no not a, like a God, real you're bagel. You
0: worse again. As you you what I said, it's not a real bagel. That makes it some. So you tripled down. You're you're three times J.K. You just <laughs> J.K. Rowling just revealed you're the worst thing about you. <laughs> Where are you getting these authentic bagels from? All these places. I'm not getting uh, the thing is. Hey, I don't fucking eat them, but I won. I'm not getting cinnamon raisel, the objectively worst bagel. Two, it's not a Lenders. Three, I'm not putting hot peanut butter on it. I I put normal temperature peanut butter on it. It just right, gets but warm. the bagel's hot, and then the peanut butter gets hot, and then it's all bad. You don't like it warm all... peanut butter?
1: I don't. It's not for me. See, I, I think you're. I think there are more people who
0: would agree with me than you. Okay, we're all a Twitter poll, but no, no one would agree with you. <laughs> Alright, So tell me about bagels. Hold on. There's a fucking reason people don't panini their fucking PB and J.
1: You've never wait. You've never made
0: like toast with peanut butter and jelly on it. I have, and it sucks because hot peanut butter is bad. you're 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 out of your mind insane. No, I'm not. I am hundred percent on no, you're wrong and bad. What? Peanut butter is good in any way, shape or form, hot or cold. <laughs> no. yes. All right, well, we'll fight it out on Twitter. Um, <laughs> all I'm saying is the only reason cream cheese is good anywhere is because it's cold on a hot bagel. Hot peanut butter is bad see but if i'm getting a real bagel like if there was a uh, bagel place hey, Michael, in my house in clearwater called
1: clearwater bagels great bagels i didn't mm-hmm. toast that shit i put just you get a regular bagel and you put cream cheese on it yeah i'm mean, gonna eat it like that i'm not gonna toast a fucking real bagel
0: <laughs> that's the okay, man you keep dropping <laughs> the most maniacal. Well, you I toast ride.
1: if you were to go to like a new york deli and get a bagel you'd have them toast that shit I
0: mean, I'm not a big toast guy. I would have a lightly toasted, but yeah.
1: You're out of your fucking mind.
0: Are you you kidding me? No. You don't toast a bagel? Michael, I've recorded 102 episodes of this show with you, and it's weird that this (laughs) is the topic that I've just now learned that you're a fucking serial killer. (laughs) Like, yeah, bud, I'm going to toast my bagel so it's a little bit warm enough I don't know, to melt the butter or, cre- like, yeah, you want a little bit of shit on there. But if it's too hot, then to put the cream cheese on and the bottom layer of the cream
1: cheese gets all soggy and gross, and then the top layer is hot, and it slides right off the bagel,
0: <laughs> which is, oddly enough, my problem with peanut butter, <laughs> but here we go. Um, man, I'm learning a lot about you that I didn't really want to know, mm-hmm. um, which, again, is the the J.K. Rowling shit of this, because, like... I think next year she'll probably like reveal that Hagrid paid for like, you know, nudes. (laughs) That's it. Hagrid eats toasted bagels with peanut butter on them. I mean, yeah. So, anyway, before I can't even, I can't even look at you. I'm going to close the hangout. I can't look at your face. (laughs) Um, So, this combines to like one of my least favorite things. Um, Bagelgate is what Twitter has decided to call this, which, by the way, guys, we have to move past gate as the conspiracy we haven't done it like, in
1: f- what we're going on 40 something years since watergate it's and also
0: watergate end. was the fucking name of the hotel yes like i can't stress it enough anyway bagel gate that's why
1: they call it watergate gate though
0: no oh, yeah that's true mm-hmm. all the yep um so apparently in st st louis oh christ st louis people don't
1: know shit about food at all so of course I mean, it's gonna be terrible
0: that's so have you fair. seen a st louis pizza I don't even want to know Got about it. it. Michael, how do you slice a bagel? I mean, in half. In half? Yeah. Which way? Like,
1: so that I have I have a hole on each side. Okay. Like but a then, normal uh, person.
0: What if you didn't want the whole thing? Would you maybe slice that in half again?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've seen people do that, like when people buy bagels for the office, and that's better than what I've seen other people do, which is just take the top half of a bagel and leave the bottom yep. half like a fucking
0: serial killer yeah that's cool what if you only wanted a slice of bagel a, a slice of bagel yeah oh sorry I meant um so not like the bottom half the top half what if you wanted I don't know multiple <laughs> slices of the same bagel <laughs> and you just sliced it like a, a loaf of bread <laughs> and not from
1: like top of the bagel to bottom of the bagel like across nope. it
0: across the bagel across like the you bagel. put a bagel through a ble- a bread slicer and you had multiple slices of horiz or vertical, bagel think about it because i saw this the other day and my initial reaction was oh wow a war crime and then i thought about it more and i was like oh dope i'm into this would you toast each individual slice or would you toast the whole thing and then slice it now this is an interesting question i don't think i would do shit to this if i had individual bagel slices well then why would you toast a full bagel because i don't even No, let's okay
1: so yeah no i like this but you'd have to see the thing is with this you'd have to have um like the the fluffy cream cheese, so you could like dip it like a like a chip. The whipped, yeah, yep. like the whipped cream cheese, so you can dip it like it's a like it's a pita bread or something.
0: It's weird. So I think the biggest thing for me when I slice a bagel in twain through the middle, mm-hmm. breadthwise, is that you always have the two halves of bagel that you're just not getting that everything spice. You're not getting like you have the the the, the good half. And then the shitty plain bottom half, and that doesn't do it for me. No. This one, I at least get some everything in every single bite. Then that I'm into that. Um, it is dangerous. You get a lot of close... cinnamon
1: raisins in each one. Fuck you. <laughs>
0: um, it is dangerously close, though, to the bagel crisps from Chex Mix, which no one likes. What? God damn it! No, <laughs> don't do this to me. Do not do this to me. <laughs> oh, you can't. How do you feel about the rye crisp? You don't. The pumpernickel. Yeah, the brown ones—they're delicious. Oh boy! Oh no! Okay, this what are podcast you- <laughs> is over. Wait, are you serious? You don't like the—you don't like the the crisps? I eat them out of like duty to Chex Mix. You can just get
1: Chex then, but they don't have all the good seasoning. I'm pretty sure you can. I'm pretty sure you they can. They don't
0: have all the good seasoning. That, by the way, the bagel chip and the pepperoni chip reject <laughs> because they're so full of I don't know preservatives and peat that they've closed their pores to flavor. <laughs> All you're getting is bad bread. I would just get stale bread and like I don't know throw it in the oven for 3 hours. I'm a big fan of crunchy snacks. So yeah,
1: so I it, love a crunchy yeah, so snack. Anything. I also like flavor. But like too much flavor is almost too much. Like Oh boy. Have you had oh have you had the wheat thins that have like tomato and basil or like ranch or some shit on it? There's like too no, much. No, the
0: only one the only one I'll do well, actually, I heard Triscuits. I heard you say Triscuits, not Wheat Thins. Uh, I agree. The only Triscuit I can eat is not a regular Triscuit, but the olive oil and black pepper. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, yeah, too much, too much Wheat Thin is is bad. There's just too much flavor on those. And
1: sometimes I feel like that about the Chex Mix, too. Like, they're well, like a bold Chex Mix. And you're like, okay, I feel like I'm just
0: eating salt and MSG. It's like nothing, mm-hmm. no other flavor to this. That's where I get all my powers from. <laughs> I, I'll say this, Michael, to your point, though. The Wheat Thin, the Triscuit, some snacks were not meant to carry flavor with them. The The pumpernickel snack, the, the bread in Chex Mix, the bagel chip in Chex Mix, not meant to convey flavor. They and have flavor bad. already. Like pumpernickel bread by itself is delicious because it has flavor already. Until you bake it at 400 degrees for five hours into <laughs> Chex Mix form. What I'm saying is the wheat then, the Triscuit, yeah. all yeah. those are meant to do are to convey other better flavors to your mouth. That's it. But I'm saying someone threw those into Chex Mix just because, I don't know, I need cheap filler, but they're not conveying any other flavor to you because they don't contain flavor. You can say You can make the same argument for a pretzel. <laughs> <laughs> like a hard pretzel or a soft pretzel? Okay, let's not even, Michael. The crime of slicing. I'm into the, I'm into this bagel thing of slicing it like a loaf. Yeah, because I'll say this: I would eat a sandwich on some bagel bread. Fuck yeah, like some skinny bagel bread. Yeah, because I mean, sometimes I'll make a bagel sandwich with like a
1: ham egg and cheese or bacon egg and cheese bagel sandwich, but there's almost mm-hmm. too much bagel. It's a lot of bagel. You want just a little bit less bagel and more. You want more of the flavor of the ham and cheese and bacon. You know, Mm-hmm. the good parts. Yeah. Yeah. Also, bagels are, uh, I don't know how we did—we deter- thought that bagels were healthy. Like, people are like, oh, I had a bagel. I'm healthy. You're like, No, you're not. Bagels are the worst fucking thing for you you, you can You had eat. 80
0: grams of carbs. Yeah. Bagel, with other shit on it. You may as well have just eaten a fucking cupcake for breakfast. Well, that is something, I, and I've heard this on a couple other places, but, like, American breakfast is just dessert. Mm-hmm. Like, everything about American breakfast is... The most unhealthy shit you can imagine. It's sugar. It's just like you pump full of sugar to just wake you up in the morning. So my sister's uh, one, she just texted me because she's in the living room. Uh, Pumpernickel chips are king. You're wrong. See? And then also her J.K. Rowling one was J.K. Rowling reveals that you can get the brunch ready to be the first two deaths in advance, which is that's pretty kind good. of on point for a J.K. Rowling reveal. Yeah. Yeah. You can get the brunch
1: ready for two deaths in advance. I mean, that is true.
0: I mean, if anything, if I just get the brunch ready and two people die so I can sit down a little faster, <laughs> I'm into it. I am... I, I feel like I shouldn't be so into this bagel slice, but I am. I mean, you I, like th- what I you like, this is, you know? I just feel like you get so... so what is your favorite part of eating a bagel, whatever the fuck you put on it? My favorite part of eating the bagel? Well, like what do you enjoy most about the bagel? The bagel itself or whatever shit you slather on it?
1: I mean, I love cream cheese or peanut butter or whatever, Same. so I'm Yeah. So if
0: I'm if I'm looking at a bagel and I slice it 10 ways from Sunday, I now have 10 different vehicles for cream cheese strawberry cream cheese. Peanut butter, salmon, some capers, whatever the fuck I want in there. I I can now I have a whole charcuterie board of bagel. Actually, that's the I best
1: use whole- of bagel is uh, the bagel and locks with cream cheese. Yeah, that, I mean that's that's the best. Uh, that is the best bagel.
0: But now bagels can be tapas out of nowhere. Right. It's not just huh. for breakfast or two. I get bagels eight ways, and that's great. It does make sense for an office too, because like.
1: People are going to take an entire bagel or even half a bagel, and they don't want the entire
0: thing. I don't want that. I'm going to waste so much. I want a little nibble. Sliced bagels is the future of bagel. I, I'm I'm shocked no one got it. And like, I don't like Michael. You know me. I do not want to praise St. Louis, <laughs> obviously. But good Racist God, I feel like yes. I feel like this is the future of bagels, and people should get behind it.
1: Yeah, I wonder if it wasn't because it was from Panera. You said.
0: Yeah, it was a Panera bagel, like, and apparently P- Panera's, like, corporate Twitter responded. Uh, and we're like, I don't know, we're kind of divided here. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know what to do.
1: <laughs> I I bet, yeah, I mean, I feel like, yeah, the people who, the people who will be like, oh, those aren't bagels. Those are fake bagels. You're not, they have to be made with New York City water for it to be a good bagel. Like, yeah, of course, they're going to be all uppity about it, but, like. I mean, come on! It's a Panera bagel. It's not. It's not like it's right. gourmet food. It's a. It's a bagel you buy in bulk, so you can bring to the office. Slather it with their herb cream cheese or strawberry cream cheese or some shit, and shove it in your
0: face. Mm-hmm. Go to town on yeah. it. Well, Michael, what else you got for me this week, buddy? Speaking of things tasting terribly in your mouth. Oh God, I don't. I do not like where this is going.
1: <laughs> Have a uh, You've heard some of the stories about what people try to do when they get pulled over and they've been they've been drinking a little bit and they try
0: to try to cover it up with some gum, maybe a mint. I think the best thing I ever heard, not the best, it's like very bad, was like someone crashed into a telephone pole and then someone saw it and then saw the person sprint away from their vehicle and then the police found them at a bar and then the person said, Well, I was so stressed out from crashing my car into a light pole Mm -hmm. that I ran to the bar and did eight shots, and that's why I'm drunk. I mean, it makes sense because then you, yeah, you
1: left the scene of of, of an accident, but that's a much lower offense than the DUI. Right. For
0: sure. And also, they can't prove the DUI because I got drunk on my own time. Exactly.
1: It's like when they tell you, like, if you're going to get pulled over, just get out of your car and start drinking. Um, I don't know if that actually works or if that's one of those things that. Sounds like it would theoretically work. I feel like
0: you're at that point. You're just stacking crimes on, on
1: like (laughs) public, public intoxication, public drinking, probably public urination.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you want to, if you really want to sell it, definitely public urination. So, like
1: this person, I don't know if they didn't have any, uh, they didn't have any mints or any gum on hand or or anything, but uh, they tried to spray Axe body spray in their mouth. To mask the smell of alcohol.
0: To, okay. Um, now, what would you okay. do as,
1: as a policeman? You pull somebody over who's driving maybe a little erratically. You think, hey, and maybe they're drunk. You walk up to their window and they go to talk to you. Hello, officer. I'm so sorry. Why did you pull me over? And all you can smell coming out of their mouth hole is Axe body spray.
0: All you can smell coming out of their mouth hole is Axe body spray. Also, there is the faint patina of like white body spray all (laughs) around their mouth like
1: (laughs) so you're like okay one of two things either this person is trying to cover up the fact that they've been drinking or they are cannibals and they ate a uh, 17 year old person boy
0: yeah and also Let's not discount the fact, and this is so important, Axe Body Spray contains alcohol, um, <laughs> which kind of does sort of lead to the, my previous point. That's true. They're that like, yeah, no, officer, I wasn't drinking. I was huffing Axe Body Spray. I will which definitely. I don't know if that's a crime or not, but it shouldn't be. I will
1: definitely fail this breathalyzer test because there is nothing but Axe Body Spray in my mouth.
0: Yeah, sorry, officer. I learned this from Lindsey Graham, so this is just what I do. Um, Also, I'm full of aluminium now, and I say that because I'm British, and I can drink at 17 over there. Am I still under arrest? (laughs) There was a 12-pack
1: of beer on the passenger floorboard, and 11 of the 12 beers were open. (laughs) 10 of the beers were nearly empty. So he just was, like, picking up beers and pounding them almost to empty, and then... I guess it's because, like, when they're part full, they then they don't fly around the car as much. Because an empty one, it just flies everywhere, you know.
0: Or it sounds like, Michael, you've chugged a beer, I assume. What? Yes. You have to really work to, like, know it's empty. That's a good point. Because a lot of people, when you shotgun a beer, chug a beer, they throw the can down, you get some dribbles out of That's it. That's true. So, one, it doesn't sound like this guy was just drinking and driving. It does sound like he was drinking and chugging multiple beers, which... Not not a great look for this guy, um, but also clearly wanted to get caught drinking and driving if he wasn't just throwing them from the moving vehicle he was in. Well, hey, um, look,
1: he's not he's not an animal. He's not a litterer. He he cares for Mother Earth.
0: Thank God he's not a criminal. Um, shit, had, you know what's I actually funny point. about
1: this is it's in Spartanburg County, South Carolina, on I eighty yeah. five, which is right near where I used to live when I lived in South Carolina.
0: Well, how so, about that? I've been there. Beautiful town. Beautiful town. Bunch of rednecks. <laughs> um. Michael, from everything you've told me, he does sound exactly like the kind of person who would have Axe Body Spray on hand in the cab of his car. (laughs) Just like in the center console, ready to go, ready to huff into his mouth at the first sign of police interdiction.
1: You just never know when a situation is going to arise where you need to cover yourself in Axe Body Spray.
0: Here's my big thought. Did he, Michael, did the news article say anything about the arresting officer?
1: It does not say anything about the arresting officers.
0: Okay, perfect. Don't care, don't need to. I'm going to guess it was a female police officer. And this guy was, how many beers did you say were on the floor?
1: (laughs) 11 of the 12 were open and 10 of them were nearly empty. So he's 10
0: beers in. So he was 11 Natty Lights in, 10 Natty Lights in. Just drunk enough to believe the Axe Body Spray marketing that... (laughs) If you just douse yourself and your mouth in Axe Body Spray, you have immediately become irresistible to any woman, including police officers. Wasn't That a, that was an actual Axe Body Spray commercial, wasn't it? It was an Axe Body... Yes, an actual Axe Body Spray commercial. You should an, sue Axe. A, an ax where a, I believe a a cop who was a woman was so overcome by the sensual sense of, I guess in the commercial, a neer well a criminal... Mm-hmm. And she just was like, oh, sure. He's walking around with no shirt on. Got to get me some. I don't care what loss he's breaking.
1: I'm just so overcome. I don't know what it is.
0: I have to kiss that sweet mouth full of aluminum (laughs) and alcohol and dipropylene glycol. (laughs) I just love the fact that it was like.
1: Drunk logic is so amazing to me sometimes because it's like Mm -hmm. he literally had one. He had a beer in between his legs, it says. When she mm-hmm. when the person walked up to the when the police officer walked up to the car. So we had ten beers on the ground, one in between his legs still, and he thought, you know what'll get me out of this? Spraying axe body spray in my mouth, not taking the beer out from my lap or trying to hide any of the ten sitting on the floor, just the axe body spray and I'm golden.
0: You know what would be great? If as the police officer walked up to me, I had ten beers on the on the On the floor, in the passenger seat. I had one beer between my legs, and then I was violently vomiting from all the (laughs) aerosol antiperspirant I had just sprayed directly down my throat. That's the look that I need to go for. I was drinking the beer to get the poison out. That's true. From the axe.
1: I didn't spray the axe in my mouth afterwards. I sprayed it before, and I was trying to use the alcohol to kill all of the axe.
0: I mean, if I did first shoot Axe body spray into my throat, I can't say that my first solution wouldn't be too far away from drink as much liquid as I had on hand. And if the only liquid I had in the cab of my, I'm going to say Ford Ranger 1998 (laughs) Ford Ranger was a 24 rack of Natty Light, I'll go through as many of those bad boys as it takes. I mean, you got to. You can't just let that sit and fester. It's in almost you. like the chemical eye fountain in your like chemistry lab in high school. You just got to you got to go for it. You got to put your eyes in there for 5 to 10 minutes until that burn is gone.
1: I'm really trying to figure out what kind of car he was driving, but yeah, I mean, It, it ni- was a 1998 Ford Ranger. And 98 Ranger sounds perfect, though.
0: And also the hood of it was held down by a bungee cord. <laughs> And I'm not saying that just because I used to drive one of those for my father's work.
1: He told deputies that he
0: only drank one beer. <laughs> well, no, Michael. I mean, to his to, hey, to the defense that I've just created for this person, he only drank drank one for fun. He drank the other ten for business. That's true. That was just trying to flush the poisons out of his gullet. Well, and hey, how far be for me to try to save a life? I will say if he did drink all
1: 10 of those beers, 10 and a half, whatever it was, and then sprayed Axe body spray in his mouth, his breath sample only showed a 0.15 blood
0: alcohol. Probably because of all the um, sodium stearate and aluminums, multiple aluminums (laughs) that are contained. I don't really know the chemistry of that, but I have to assume that one of those things would block some level of alcohol.
1: Maybe, but just like... 0.15 is only double the legal limit, which means he could have drank five and a quarter beers and been okay? That doesn't seem right, right? Hold on. Only double the legal limit. Um, But I'm saying, like, it is a a linear thing. Like, it is a certain amount of alcohol per... Like, if he had drank half half the amount, he would still be okay to drive. Have you known anyone who could drink five and a half beers and then should have gotten behind the wheel? Well, let's just go ahead and
0: say... Wait, what? Go ahead. I'm
1: just saying, like, five and a half beers, that guy's got a pretty good tolerance as if blood alcohol continent and is only 0.15 after ten beers. Yeah, it depends on the beer.
0: But no, I'm I'm not and I'm like, I'm yeah, I'm not gonna go down that road. <laughs> but I will say, a point two zero is a pretty serious intoxication, and 0.35 to 0.4 is like usually fatal. <laughs> Like the LD50 of alcohol is a 0.4 BAC. So this guy was on his way.
1: I mean, he's he's not even halfway there yet, though. He would have had to drink 35 beers in the over the next hour in order to be at that point.
0: I don't know enough about math to counter-refute counter <laughs> that. Refute? Counter- refute is the word I was going for. I can't counter um, that. That's probably what he said <laughs> to the charge of driving drunk. <laughs> he didn't. It's probably like, oh dang! Well, he was charged with DUI,
1: open container, and no proof of insurance, and no valid South Carolina driver's license.
0: He really went for the yeah, he went for the gold. Oh yeah how how did huffing aerosol drugs not get on that list? Uh, maybe they don't have they have it's not on the statutes yet. You know, sometimes the law isn't it can't quite keep up with the advancements in uh, in drug use. You know, you usually think of that in regards to like technology. Like technology advances so fast that Congress can't keep up with regulating it. But like aerosol deodorants, I feel like should have we should have been there by now. Like, you can't you can't do it in front of a cop. Here's the thing. If you if you could get high off of
1: Axe Body Spray, there are a bunch of high school boys who would be out of their minds even more so than they are like kids find just kids walking around with out.
0: boners blaming it on Axe body <laughs> spray nonstop. i'm
1: just saying kids figure out weird ways to get high as fuck
0: it's funny that you said kids and not florida but thanks bud appreciate that i mean um, since i grew
1: up in florida that's just what i mean when i say kids i just mean kids in florida
0: just feel like in general whenever i say kids it's just like you know the worst people <laughs> do you want to talk about russians slapping each other really hard in the face I Michael, I was hoping you'd ask me that. I yeah, I need I need to hear and talk about it.
1: So uh I stumbled across the slapping championship from the Sarashev Power Expo. Um mm-hmm. and it's basically what you would expect based on what I just said. It's just a bunch of big Russian dudes just wailing on each other in the face. Open hand slaps.
0: Until one, of, until
1: somebody taps out or the judge says, nah, this dude is about to pass the fuck
0: out. Okay. So just slapping championship. Just slapping. Okay. What I like about this right off the top is that you can tell it started by like two buddies in a bar. And then just became this thing. We're like, hey, I bet I can slap you harder than that guy. And then it's like, well, I'll slap you back, bitch.
1: I mean, what's impressive, though, is like there's a video and I'm watching it. It's bad. Oh, God. There are there's no age or there, I mean, there's no uh, weight class. So there's no welterweight slaps. No, man, there's on. just there's just big Russian dudes slapping the shit out of these smaller guys, but also not a bottle of vodka to be seen, which I can see if this on started. Camera. I can see if this started at a bar because like, yeah, I'm, I'm hammered on vodka. I've been pounding vodka all day and we're just going to slap each other. Silly. These people look sober, and some of them look too young to be drinking. Well, I guess never mind. It's Russia.
0: Yeah, no, they're all, I I have to assume, drunk as they go into it. The one thing I'm very into is that the one guy wearing the Captain America, like, <laughs> athletic shirt. And I have to assume he just had a target on his back and chest the whole time. Yeah. Which I, I just like, yeah, I walk in. It's just Steve Rogers although he did take it off and then his eye got almost slapped out i think
1: yeah it's weird cuz like they start off fully clothed but then as it goes on they just stop wearing shirts so yeah mm-hmm. i think that does point to the fact that they probably are drinking off camera
0: it's just really funny to watch the slap form from some of these people like some of these guys are just like all right i'm just going to whine from the elbow and come on down mm-hmm. real real hard slap. cuz there appear from the video i've watched to be some rules that you can't get them a, like in the orbital, like, zone. Yes. You can't get eyes. You can't get temples.
1: It's got to be on that cheek arena. There are rules. Which, which, you're not allowed to hit opponents with the bottom part of your palm. Only the fingers in the upper and the upper half. So, you can't, like, get, like, into the wrist palm you area. You can't
0: punch them. Yeah, no. Got it. You
1: can't, you can't give them a, a palm, like, into their nose and kill them. Uh, you also can't target the opponent's temples, ears, or eyes. Um, so,
0: that, it, it lends to... From what I can see, people being very conservative in their technique where they're just, they just got a simple, maybe two foot arc. But there's some of the big boys or like the talented boys here who just go full shoulder rotation, just going right through people's faces. I
1: mean, you would think it would be all in the power, but it has to be in the aim too. Because you can, yeah, you can take a much bigger windup if you know you're going to slap that face.
0: I mean, if I had just impact. <laughs> First of all, if I had impeccable aim before getting slapped in the face, I would go for a knockout slap, which, by the way, almost happens a couple times in this video, which is just cuckoo bananas. Well,
1: like this one, so the picture I just showed you, like, some of these dudes are huge, so their hands are gigantic. Like, you you can't help but slap the entire side of this person's head, like, ears, eyes, all the way down to the jaw and everything, but he's still hitting the cheek. This is... His hands this is just like fucking mount- big. This is
0: like Game of Thrones mountain that yes. rides kind of shit. Just like he could almost karate chop this man's head mm-hmm. off if he were just a little bit lower. Oh boy. He's 100- a hundred. The do- guy who won is a 168
1: kilogram farmer and fitness enthusiast. What?
0: 168
1: kilos. So that's like 350 pounds ish.
0: Yeah. I, and I, I'm pretty sure from the video, he's going up against the. That's like 370 pounds going up against a dude who might be 200. <laughs> yes. Because again, there's no welterweight class. No. It's just slaps it's just slaps giving <laughs> coming at you. He won $470 as a first place prize. Everyone has concussions. Oh, 100%. Like, yeah. This this is built for concussions cuz concussions only happen when your brain goes side to side, mm-hmm. not back and forth. <laughs> not only, but typically, this is just concussion central. Yeah. Where does this go from here? I mean if boxing and MMA and
1: all that other stuff is 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 sports that people like wh- why wouldn't why wouldn't people just become slap slappers?
0: But the thing about this is that you are standing there willingly and then later happily congratulating someone else on a good slap. Cuz like they always shake hands or or hug or whatever after a succession of slaps. So like you you're just sitting there waiting for it and Michael, do you ever play sports in high school? Yeah. Or do you have to like sit on a bus with like a group of people? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I will say on probably half of the high school baseball bus rides I took, if they were longer than half an hour, at one point, at least two people sitting across the bus aisle from each other would be in their boxers, just their boxers, with a half full water bottle, throwing it across the aisle with the only goal of... Michael, you know like the water bottle challenge, right? That kids play these days where they try to land it on a on a piece of like a table. Yep. yep. Yeah, it, it's that except on balls. <laughs> we've already and we've already like talked about how fucked up high school baseball teams are. High high school sports is a whole thing, but I feel like that is the next evolution of I'm going to stand here and let you hit me as hard as you can in the nards. And I hope I won the coin flip because goddamn I want to go first.
1: <laughs> I did read a a thing about how um you know, everyone just kind of accepts that that men live, or that women live longer than men. You know the the you know the yeah average age at death is always higher for women than men, and people are just like, oh, it must be a biological thing. And it and there was a study where I was like, no, basically it's because men do stupid shit all the time. Like mm-hmm. they are like some ungodly amount more likely to die of what I'm going to call being a fucking
0: idiot than than women. He- You don't see a lot of YouTube videos of women saying, hold my beer and watch this. (laughs) And when you do, though, it is
1: pretty epic because like if they're going to do it, it's going to be something fucking amazing. And they're going to nail it. Oh, for sure. Because they're just better than we are. But like, yeah, I mean, this is the type of this is the type of thing that causes men's lifespans to be much less because they have a concussion now from slapping each other in the fucking face for an entire day.
0: Although the last round where the the very much smaller man was going against the, the 370 pound man, he stood in there a lot longer than I thought he was going to. What was great about
1: the video was that they kind of showed it in slow motion at one point, And right before he gets hit, his eyes get huge. Like he is like mm-hmm. in that moment, you could see a freeze frame and it would be like, "Yep, yeah, that's me. I'm about to get slapped yep. by this 370 pound dude,
0: and I don't know why. You're probably wondering why, how I wound <laughs> up here. Well, let me tell you. <laughs> tell you. Too much vodka. Um, Do you think this is a dumber sport than
1: competitive cup, cup stacking or better? Uh, competitive cup stacking is actually kind
0: of impressive Amazing? to me. I love. Imp- I that th- I love competitive cup stacking. It's great. Like it's so. It's like if that was half of the programming on ESPN one. The Prime Channel, I'd probably have it on TV
1: four hours a day. I do miss when ESPN2 first came out and they played some really great shit Like while we should have been at school in in college.
0: Yep. That and I mean, I'll be honest, I wish half of ESPN was just people playing Scrabble <laughs> or like Settlers of Cat- Catan or some shit. Why is there not a game show network that
1: is just just like board games?
0: No, I mean, like, literally, though, if Scott Van Pelt was yelling about people getting double word scores or, like, getting a fuck ton of sheep in Catan, I'd be way more interested than his thoughts on, like, why some running back was going to get 20 yards this week. Because I, 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 that inherently is, one, more than Scott Van Pelt's wheelhouse. Two, just really fucking funny to hear. <laughs> oh, rolled another 12. Whoops, fucked up. Okay, do
1: you want, I have a question for you. Oh god. Um Do you have a side of the bed that you sleep on?
0: Um yeah, but just kind of by I've Sora sleeps on the floor next to my bed now. Like she just started doing that mm-hmm. about six months ago, so I've kind of just gravitated to one side, but like, you know, Michael, I'm a forever alone, <laughs> so just like my bed's empty. So Yeah, but well, like when um, you were da- you've dated people before that you've slept with. I think it just kinda happens. Like you just sort of I don't necessarily have a preferred side of the bed. I am happy to move around, but like, but like once you pick one with someone, that's your side of the bed, right? With it's that person, set in stone, set in stone. Right? And I think it's mostly because of the nightstand, not necessarily the bed itself. Yes,
1: you have your personal nightstand. nightstand.
0: I need my phone charger. Oh, you got an iPhone. I got an Android. Ah, it's over here. I'm gonna. I got to plug in. But for the even night.
1: when you go to a hotel, though, like you don't just stay on that side of the bed if you're sharing a hotel room with that person.
0: Michael, there's so much activity. Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm just saying. So there was a story. This guy, it was on Twitter, I think. Some guy just posted. He was like, oh, we were chatting in work. And apparently it's weird that Amy and I don't sleep on the same side of the bed every night. Some nights I like to sleep by the window. Some nights the door. It's not really no. that unusual, is it?
0: Yes. Yes, it is. Oh, my God. These people are aliens, right? They have come down from they've they emerged from the center, the hollow center of the earth and are clearly reptilian people. Oh my God. Like,
1: Rachel and I switched, switched sides at one point because I was like, cause, so she could sleep closer to the, to the, to the bathroom. Cause she wakes up earlier than me. And so like the light in the bathroom and whatever, and was waking me up. So we switched and it was the weirdest fucking thing for like a good couple weeks.
0: Yeah. There I mean there's so many more variables. Oh, you're closer to the, the window now. You got more road noise. Um I I do see the rules that they set up. Or he said, I need to point out the following. One, first one into bed chooses. Two, <laughs> we've never disagreed over it. Not true. Bullshit. Three, we've we move pillows and books as we move, which is Why? To me the Well, to me that's the biggest thing because I have I kind of have like a rotating cycle of my four pillows on bed. I actually like to pull, pick and choose, but, you know, whatever. Uh, four, we don't change every single night, okay? Five, neither of us are aliens. If you feel the need to clarify that we are not aliens you're from space, alien. bro, yeah, I know you're not an alien. You, you're you from Earth, from its center, from its <laughs> hollow core in Shambhala. I see you. <laughs>
1: No thank you. Somebody somebody responded, My husband attempted to entice me down this route until I made it very clear that this was not a lifestyle choice I wanted to engage in.
0: <laughs> but why why though? Why why are we so tied to this? I don't know, it just just what you do.
1: You don't have like it's I will like say whenever we would eat dinner as a family, like everyone knew where they were supposed to sit at the dinner table.
0: I, that's true. I will say the when this mattered the absolute most to me was when I was in like very small apartments, you know, like first college apartments where like the bed, just to make the room make sense, was against the wall. Of course, yeah. And you're like, you either got used to just being shoved against <laughs> the wall, or like I'm not dealing with that. Bye. Actually, I actually, kind, I actually of kind of enjoyed sleeping next to the wall though. Me too. It made me feel very like cozy and safe Safe, yeah safe yeah and also my enemies couldn't get to me exactly uh have you ever had a friend who this is off topic but um i used to have a friend in high school who like in high school would tell me yeah i don't like to sit with my back (laughs) to the door of course you know when we when we go to taco (laughs) bell after baseball practice it was like because all of his enemies would come and gun him down pablo escobar at Taco Bell, I was like, "Okay, I'll sit. You can sit against the booth. That's fine." I assume it's a similar situation with people sleeping on the edge of the bed. Yeah, because yeah. the, the monsters um, can get you. They they can't get Michael,
1: you when when you're close to the wall.
0: So I guess I know this now that you told me about your bathroom, and I know the layout of your house because I've been in there. Which sounds creepier than it is because I've been to your house <laughs> within the last month. But um, what side of the bed do you sleep on? Um, I mean, if you're looking at the bed, I sleep on the left side. I'm very curious, though, because – so I sleep on the right side of the bed, and I have – and, Michael, to your point, it's closest to the toilet. So important, but I am single. Um, but uh, I, th- I kind of fell into that years ago like when I lived with my ex-girlfriend. Like, I was just on the right side of the bed. And I'm curious, like, how – what the general dynamics are. That This is the Twitter poll I want. You know, for me, what – the hardest
1: part about switching sides was that spooning became really
0: that's, awkward because yep.
1: it was like, oh, now I'm now I'm spooning this direction. It's a whole new dynamic. Yeah.
0: And especially for me, I have a bad right shoulder. Mm. So putting my right shoulder under, it's it, that's it takes a yeah, lot of Yeah, I see work. you
1: should sleep on the left side then.
0: I didn't say which part of it was bad over or under. Oh, that's true. You don't know me, Michael.
1: <laughs> I do know you. We've spooned.
0: Yeah, so you know it's easier for me to have my right arm under. Mm. As long as the angle's right, it depends on how tall you are. For you, it's very difficult because you're way too tall. Isn't the beds are that have that? the crease so that your arm can slip into it? Oh, yeah, for zero killers. <laughs> well, the thing about that, that only reminds me of, and the reason I say that is because it reminds me of an old Adam Corolla bit, who, whatever, however you feel about him is how you feel about it. I'm not going to... to to our listeners but uh he had an old bit about having a bed where you if you rolled over it it would have a crease in the middle for your boner to hide in (laughs) and it's like if you have that much of a problem with boners waking you up you have a bigger problem in your whole life i also
1: don't i also don't ever sleep on my stomach right because it's weird it well maybe it's because i don't have a boner sleeve to yeah boner crease
0: only yeah if only you could have just a, a nice track for your, your bone piece to fall. This is bad. <laughs> anyway, I, everyone, I think that's going to do it for us to do kind on of trends in low places. Uh, thank you so much for listening to us. You can find out more information about this show and our sister show, Longest Days of Our Lives, in which Michael and I and our good buddy Curtis are watching every single episode of The Hit Show 24 um, at goodbuddymedia.com. Michael and I have been slipping on our New Year's resolutions to write each of us write a blog post a month. Big time. We haven't been good, which to me just reinforces that I didn't fuck up for the first years of the show. (laughs) Michael's also fallen into that trap, even though he has the full options to do so. Feel better about that. But you can find more information there. Um, Longest days of our lives, Michael and I and Curtis are watching every single episode of The Hit Show 24. We are about four hours into season three of the show, which is... So far, one of the best seasons on oh, the yeah. show. And uh, even if you've never seen it, this is a great point to jump in. And you honestly do not have to watch the show or have ever watched the show. Um, <laughs> God damn it. Um, to listen to the podcast, I did just get a text from my sister that just says, uh, to be honest, not a big fan of how much I'm hearing the word boner right now. <laughs> um, that's fair and correct. Um, but Michael, how else can people upset? I
1: feel like your sister just needs to be in the other room every time we record to tell us when we've just. We've hit our boner threshold.
0: I mean, to be fair, I, I th- kind of thought I was going to get a lot more text from her from this one. Because, like, she can hear every single word I say. And we said some bad shit. Like, we just said some bad stuff. And I honestly thought she would stick her her big old head in here. We're like, no, I'm Amanda. <laughs> but she didn't. <laughs> just waiting for the text message now. Michael, how else can people help us out?
1: You can help us out by finding us on your favorite podcast app and hitting that subscribe button. Um, and if you would be so kind to leave us a rating and or a review, that would be super helpful, um, especially if it's a five-star glowing review. Uh, you can also find us on all the social media. Like for a
0: different episode, not this yeah, one. Yeah, for like yeah, last week's. Last week's was mm, real good. J.K. Rowling reveals that you should listen to last week's episode and give
1: us a five-star rating. <laughs> uh, you can find us on social media at uh, on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at TILPCast. Please follow us there, uh, like our posts, uh, share them, especially when we have a new episode out. Um, that's the best way for us to get
0: around is word of mouth. So we appreciate everyone who does that. Well, Michael, uh, you can also reach us at goodbuddymedia at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to share a story, have us read a message to a fellow listener, just want to say hi we we'd love to hear from you we read every single message we get and uh we would you know we would love to hear from you so shoot us an email and um man okay michael i got a final shower thought all right hit me the fact that dishwashers also clean themselves is rarely appreciated (laughs) we just call it a night this is bad everything here is bad
1: (laughs) today i was watching some pretty hardcore porn in my bedroom my father had to move my car to shovel the driveway, and my phone connected to the Bluetooth system in my car. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, that's your fault. I mean, like, get a computer. Just get a computer. You don't want to watch hardcore porn on your phone. I mean, far be for me to judge anyone, but... I mean, maybe they have, like, one of those big phablet phones, though. Like a phablet, yeah. yeah. Just Galaxy Note 10. Also, some, I Just... mean, if, you're, if,
1: it's, if it's, like, really hardcore, maybe you don't want to see it that large.
0: That's actually that's a really good. point. It's like
1: HD porn, like seeing HD porn for the first time after you've been watching nothing but standard definition has to be like a complete shock,
0: right? That's that's one of those things. Like movies at anything above like twenty four frames per per second, like really freak me out. Like it's too right? realistic. Yes, and I know that like there's porn out there like that's like sixty frames per second. I'm just like I don't need that. Mm-mm. I can, I can live without that. Thank you. There's a such thing as the uncanny valley with human beings, and I think that crosses directly <laughs> into it. Well, Michael, it's been lovely talking with you, buddy. Love you. Love you, too. Toodles.